ourselves full attention to the reading of the word. Let's hear what the word of God is saying to us here today. Amen. John 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Amen. Yes. Heavenly Father, without your anointing, we are sounding brass and tinkling cymbals, a lot of noise. It is your anointing, Lord, that makes the difference in the lives of us, your people. We pray that you would choose to anoint this time together, that we, O oh God, would hear not just with our ears, but with our hearts, and that we will go forward by your enabling, heralding this good news, calling all to come with us, to lift their voices and their hearts with us and adore Christ, Christ the King. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Well, there's so much that the Scriptures has to say with regards to the Christ child from Old Testament right into the New. It's wonderful to trace the promise of God as the prophets of old spoke of the gift of God and the person of Christ that will come. 
And over and over we will find the repetitive theme. He is coming as the Savior of the world. He has come to save us. To redeem us. To ransom us. That's what it's all about. Me and you needing to be saved. I know we live currently in this world where not too many behave as though they need being saved. But the truth is, I needed a Savior. And if you look inwardly, you too would have to attest that you need it or you still do need a Savior. The world needs to be reminded that we are a sinful people. But God so loves us that he doesn't want us to stay in our sinful state of condition. He has given to us a Savior. Emmanuel, God is with us so that we can be redeemed, so that we can be saved. And over and over again I have been noting how our society, our world today, shies away from dealing with sin. But for the redeemed ones, for you and I, it's not a problem for us to say that we are sinful and we find ourselves still stumbling in words and thoughts and sometimes even in acts that are sinful. And thanks be to God that Jesus Christ, this one who was born in a manger, this one who went all the way to Calvary, sits positionally at the right hand of the Father, where he intercedes for you and for me. And because he is my intercessor, I can deal with the sin issue. I can come with a repentant heart. You can come with a repentant heart and ask his forgiveness. We're able to see the glory of the cross in light of the depravity of the heart that is sinful. Oh, come. Oh, come, let us adore him. You know, not too many will readily want to join the bandwagon of adoring him because not too many have fully come to the realization that apart from him, they're doomed, lost, separated from God for all eternity. We like a lot of good things, do we not? And we like people. We love people. But the truth be told, brothers and sisters, my liking and loving and yours of others has nothing to do with whether or not they are going to embrace the gift of God in the person of Jesus Christ or whether they will reject him. We are moving, we are moving towards an eternity. And the church can shout aloud, eternity! Because we are a people destined for eternity. The grave is not the end. There's an eternity that God would have us to embrace. The scriptures came to us today, and we heard it being read in your hearing. John went back in the New Testament here 
and give a recap of who this personality is. John says, in the beginning was the Word. The gift of God to the world, Jesus Christ, was from the beginning. He is the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning was Jesus, Yeshua, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. What a mystery that is, that my mind and yours can't fully grasp. Thank be to God for the measure of faith that he has given to us. For without faith, it is impossible for us to even journey with him. You see, Jesus was in the beginning with God. And all things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light, the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. When light shows up, it dispels darkness. Jesus is the light of the world. I said, Jesus is the light of the world. Bless the name of the Lord. For there was a man, going back to our studies over the last two weeks, if you have been tracking with us, and for those of you that may have missed out on the podcast, the podcast will give you some refreshing on the scripture text. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. John, John the Baptist came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. It is God's desire that not some, but all, that none will perish, but all will come to repentance. For he, John, was not that light, but he came bearing witness about that light. You and I are not the light. We come bearing witness of Christ who is that light. In his grace extended to us, he declares in the scriptures that we are, because of him and because we are in him, he declares us to be lights of the world. Lights that directs and points towards Christ, who is the light of the world, the true light, which gives light to everyone who has come into the world. None is exempt. One can choose to push it aside. One can choose to reject the light. But God has given light to everyone. He was in the world, Christ, and the world was made through him. And yet the world, the world did not know him. 
he came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. John is giving us such an insight. We need to be guarded that this generation, like those of old, would not reject the light that God has given. The 12th verse of John, first chapter, declares, But to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. It's a choice. It's a personal choice. And if one would exercise that and receive the gift of God, the person of Jesus Christ, in his death, in his burial, in his glorious resurrection, all for the salvation of the souls of men. That's the purpose for which God has sent Christ. And I know today you don't have to surf too far on the internet where you will stumble across various paths to God. But my Bible reminds me that there is one name given under the heavens whereby we must be saved. And that is the person, Jesus Christ. If there were all paths and personalities, Christ would not have need come. If there was another way, Christ would not need to give his life. Now I know that there are other nice people that will express other paths and other ways. But let us declare what the word would have us to declare. For unto us a child was born, a son was given. The government being upon his shoulder, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace is who Jesus Christ is. He is the one who reconciles us to God the Father. Brothers and sisters, we have to not only embrace it, but we have to declare it, that Jesus is the way that Jesus is the truth, that Jesus is life. Brothers and sisters, God has a remnant, and you and I are called to be a part of it. And I like the festivities, but I'm also grieved when the festivities is just about the singing and the fanfare and failing to embrace the next chapter, if you would. Failing to declare where God is taking us, and that is to eternity. And brothers and sisters, again I reiterate that this is a joyous time, but it's also a serious time. Every second of every day, souls are being ushered into an eternity. You and I don't know who will go into eternity this day. I don't know whether it will be me or whether it will be one of you. But what I do know is that we are on a journey that is leading us to eternity. And that which God would have us to make right, 
before we leave this side of heaven is what we will do with the gift that he has given to us in the person Jesus Christ. He was in the world. The world was made by him. And the world rejected him. The 14th verse of John chapter 1 declares, And we have seen his glory, the glory of the only begotten Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. In him is grace and truth. I am so thankful that grace accompanies truth. Because when God looks upon us, he is going to be truthful to tell us about ourselves. And often what is going to be stated will need the grace of God for us to be able to go on. God looks upon us and he says that that is wrong. And that needs to be changed. That needs to be surrendered to me. And grace is available for that to be possible. Not through our works of righteousness, but through the gift of the person, Jesus Christ. John bore witness about him. John cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received, here it is again, from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. The law that men and women are still struggling with. The law that we could not live up to. That reminds me and you that we are sinful people needing the grace of God. The 17th verse as we move towards a conclusion, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came to us through the person Jesus Christ. That's why we reflect year after year on this time of Advent of the Christ child, but we don't stay there. We have gone through journeying as we look through the pages of the scripture text of the Christ child that became the substitute for those of us who will say yes to him, bearing upon himself the iniquities of us all. The 18th verse says, for no one has ever seen God the only God who is at the Father's side, the Jesus, Yeshua, has made him known. My sisters and brothers, we have a story to tell, a story of God's grace and God's love. It's a wonderful story of what God and his love for humanity has moved him to do in giving to us the person, Jesus Christ. I pray that each of us 
under the sound of my voice, would look to the Holy Spirit for the guidance so that you and I would be a bolder witness for God. For if we do not tell them, how will they know that we will be a herald of the good news, that we will go tell it on the mountains, that we will go tell it in the marketplaces, the whole chorus says, go over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it that Jesus Christ is born. And we can go beyond that. We can go tell it that Jesus Christ is Lord. That Jesus Christ is King of Kings. We can go tell it that Jesus Christ is coming again. Let's push through the fog. Let's push through the feelings. And let's lift up our voices. And let's lift up our hearts and let's declare the truth of God's word, knowing that God is faithful and he will back up his word. He will bring it to fruition as you and I will dare stand on his word. Faithful is he who is called and faithful is he who will complete the work that he has begun in your heart and in mine. We will glorify him. We will worship him. We will exalt him because of who he is, because of what he has done.